do these guys manage to get guests on this thing? They don't do it themselves. In fact, legally speaking, they shouldn't even have jobs. This is Above the Fold and Below Your Expectations. Welcome, everyone, to Above the Fold, and we have a special episode today. They, they say you always remember your first time. It always sticks with you, and it's memorable. This is now the first time we have a repeat guest back on Above the Fold, and we have none other than Shane Big Boy Park Barker. And yeah. it's been a while, man. It was 2018 when you played with us last, and... It was we were trying. We were trying to have like conversations about specific topics. I think we focus on influencer marketing. Um, but a lot's happened since then. So first of all, Shane, good to see you. Um, how have you been? What's been going on in your world? Yeah, man. Um it's yeah, I mean it's crazy. I first of all I can't believe that it was 2018. Like that's crazy to me. That just seems like so many, so many years ago. Um, and really the, the unfortunate part, the only reason why I came back is cause I was, haven't been on the other podcast since then. Nobody else would have me after your interview. <laughs> I think I got blackballed in the industry and I just, that makes sense. yeah. And so there was a certain point where I was like, well, like, and my mom was like, well, you've only been on one podcast. I was like, well, don't judge. Like, I, and then you guys invited me back and I'm like, actually I'm going to be on two podcasts. And she's like, that's my baby. It doesn't <laughs> let COVID hold him back. So I, I'm excited. So yeah, you guys, I appreciate about the. The second time, let's see if we can, you know, go make some people mad or get banned or something like that. Let's see what happens today. <laughs> That's what we do best. We we ruin the careers of people on our show. <laughs> our podcast has done worse to better people, my friend. Don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to know that some people just ended life after your podcast. So that's good. That's good. At least I was able to survive. We are the we are like the Madden football cover of podcasts. <laughs> We're cursed. We have people on there and we curse them. That that's that's probably apt. Absolutely apt. I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh, uh, so yeah, Shane. I mean, talk to us, man. I mean, the last the last time because I listened to it and it was it's almost as if like nothing's changed, like from where we left off last time to where we are now. But just in terms of our tone, but you were talking about um, having a uh, like an educational program for influencer marketing. Uh, marketers. Yeah. Um, so this was like late 2018. You said it was coming out in 2019. Um, did that get off the ground? Did you teach the influencers out there? Yeah, we do have it. So it's um, how to be an influencer.com is the website. Um, and the, the, the funny part is, and this, this is the actually really scary part is the guy that we talked about that in 2018. And we actually paused it during COVID because it felt a little weird to be like, hey, go travel, go get hotels, go do this. And they're like, if you can get out of your state without getting a felony, right? It's like, if you can squeeze out and figure it out, you can be an influencer. So yeah, we just, we actually decided to take it back on about a month ago. Cause we kind of felt like, Hey, COVID is in, you know, we're all getting quarantined and are getting uh, vaccinated or maybe not, but either way, a good percentage of people are. And so we feel like it was a good time to bring it back. So I have all the curriculum ready and um, we're ready to, we'll be launching here in another few weeks. Actually, I've got a few more videos to do, but it's all, it's all ready and all there, but yeah, we had to pause it, man. It was one of those just this didn't feel like the right time, you know. What else did you get into? I mean, during the past year, like what did what your world look like? What'd you do? Like what did you do? How was it personally? Let's just start with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, it was it was interesting. So I actually did get COVID. Um, I got COVID yeah. in July. Yeah, I got COVID in July. So my wife's a nurse. Um, I know I, I I know how to pick them. So um, and so she <laughs> was a nurse. She went in, you know, and, and didn't brought home COVID for us. And so that was awesome. 
Um, and I, I survive, obviously, because I wouldn't be on the podcast for a second time. So I know that's <laughs> pretty, pretty basic understanding, Captain Obvious here. But um, yeah, I, I, we got COVID and we, you know, my son was, he got COVID. Well, we all got COVID um, and he was asymptomatic. So he was, you know, he's like a little, little Titan. He's like, you know, abs and all the fun stuff. He's like nothing, even COVID could mess him up. Um, and I, I'm asthmatic. So I, I got it and was a little worried about it. It was kind of early on. Um, obviously made it through. And there was a handful of times that my tightness of chest was kind of like, I'm, I'm because I'm asthmatic, I'm used to kind of breathing through a straw during certain times of the year anyways, right? So I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. Like who needs to breathe? It's not that important um, in life. But I realized after I Googled it that it was really important. But that's, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation, I guess. Between that and water, I guess it's like you're supposed to like thrive and breathe and drink. Or Anyways, it's, anyways, you guys look it up. But there's an app about it, I'm sure. But um, yeah. And so I, you know, got through the COVID situation. And then at that point, my, my business, so my business took a little bit of a hit on my consulting side for shanebarker.com, but I knew it was going to, like, I told my team, Hey, listen, we're going to, you know, we're going to have some, I mean, shit's going to hit the fan here pretty soon. And they're like, ah, we'll see. A week later, I had two of my biggest clients cancel and said, Hey, listen, we're, we're not sure, you know, one in the travel industry and Hey, you know, not this. And so I did a call with them and said, Hey, like, um, you know, cause contractually they, they have to give me a 60 day notice. And so I just said, Hey, listen, I'm not here to like, try to force you to stay with us. I want to know what I can do to help you guys. Like, where are you guys at with this? You know, and, and because I don't want you to, it's not about the money for me, but it's about what are you worried about what your side of your business? Um, and the funny part is both those clients came back on after a month because it was kind of a knee jerk reaction, but it was also, I think in the way that I handled it, it wasn't a situation where I was like, Hey, contractually you have to like i'm looking at the human side of this like i get it you guys don't want to cancel with us but guess what like this sucks and you you're part of a travel industry and guess what the travel industry was is got blown out of water like overnight and so um anyway so they came back on board but what's interesting is i broke off and i started another company doing um consulting for the sba for a small business administration um and so i was able to there was a lot of funding that came from the federal government went to the sba small business administration that goes to we call the SBDC and the SBDC is the small business um, development centers. And there's about a thousand of them. And I started doing consulting for them um, mainly because I was really worried about small businesses. Um, I was really worried about, you know, Hey, these, a lot of these businesses have websites and don't really, they're not really doing the right thing with them. They didn't really care about their website for the most part because they had a brick and mortar location. And then overnight you get shut down and you're like, shoot, how am I going to make money next month? And so I, I jumped on and started doing consulting for them. Now, mind you, it's nowhere close to what I get paid my private consulting firm, but that was okay. I was willing to take, you know, obviously a lot less money to, to help people. And so we've been, so I have a whole brand new business called Clout Consulting. Um, it's called cloutconsultingllc.com where I do um, government consulting, consulting for government and state agencies. So I do for the state of California, um, Arkansas, Mississippi, I've done stuff for Texas, webinars and just really education and, and helping businesses pivot during hard times. And so that's, once again, the money's not as great as, as what it is in my private consulting firm, but that's not my goal. My goal was to help people in need. And so that's, that's what I've been working on this last year has been um, a good year um, in the sense that I, you know, it, it's very seldom in the past. I mean, I love my private consulting firm clients and they're awesome, but I didn't ever really go to bed feeling full, right? Of like, oh, I feel like I really made an impact today. It's like, you're just doing business and things were good. This, I'm like, I have people that are like crying on the line. They're like, listen, I don't know what to do. And I'm saying, hey, listen, don't take your last $50,000 and put it into your restaurant because we don't know what's going to happen. Like be very, like I try to come at it from a different angle of like, 
let's let's look at this from a, a different lens like you know and and what do we need to do like hey we need to negotiate with your landlord or we need to look at all your expenses and cut those down let's go after your past clients and let them know that you're still around like some really different tactics that um you know when you're in the business and you're like oh my god my business is going to go down there's a lot i mean that i'm not talking about seo which is 6 months out right or when we want to index for certain things you're not talking about content which is very much what i do on the other side of my business i'm talking about sustainability like what do we do to sustain to be able to to be able to tread through these hard waters and so it was um very fulfilling for me as an individual because I mean, you know, if I can make it so that a you know business starts making some money to at least you know be able to pay their bills and so they can sleep at night and feed their family, like that's that's like it doesn't get any better than that for me. Like I feel like I'm doing, I feel like I was doing a disservice if I didn't let those businesses and do everything I could do to help them. And so, and it's been a challenging year just in, because of COVID and businesses, but it's been very fulfilling on, on the personal side of things because you know I, I'm I'm. I feel like I want to help people and I've been able to do that. So it's been an honor. So that seems like it's a little bit more business consulting in general, rather than like, I mean, like you said, you're doing SEO content consulting on the, on the shanebarker.com side. You sounds like you're kind of just doing full blown, like marketing consulting on this side, business consulting. It is. And what's crazy about it, it is business consulting because there's, there's times like I have a, I'll give you an example. I have a restaurant that I'm working with here in Sacramento and what we're doing for them is I'm helping them put together a process because now they're getting tons of leads coming in the door for their, their event and catering, but they don't and have one guy that's handling it, but he doesn't have really good processes in place. And so really the goal is, is like, hey, let me, you have 40 leads that come in the door. Like, let's get you a virtual assistant. Let's get you somebody to take that, to, to send these emails and these templates over for the tire kickers and find when you get people to a certain point that they're ready to pay a deposit that's when you jump in and you take it on. And how are we doing business development? And so looking at those processes um, and saying, hey, how do we make this more efficient? Like, how do we we take in this influx of people and only the goods, the people that are willing that have the credit card in hand come to you? And what is that process? So uh, that's, it's just interesting. Everybody has their different things. Some people I'm talking about, you know, hey, how do I use Twitter? As basic as that. And then I have other people that are saying, hey, I have a business model. I've got this. Do you think this is a good business model moving forward? Like, what do you think about this? And we're looking at a lot of like high level stuff and different ways to once again generate new revenue or go after their old client list or whatever that may be. So it's it's very um, it's challenging because there's everybody has different things. But because of my what I've built up through my businesses that have, that have made it and failed and gone through all kinds of transitions, it's got me to the point where I have a good um, a good understanding of what businesses need to do and not and the, the good the really nice part about it for me is that. I'm not selling services. You know, most marketing companies, if you, you know, it's your last $5,000 and I'm not saying all marketing companies would do this, but then they'll take your last $5,000 and tell you, you know, potentially, and for me in this situation, and, and I wouldn't even do that on my private consulting firm. I just say, Hey, keep the money like that. There's no reason to spend this money on this, 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 and this, because that's not going to get you to sustain, right? That's just, it's, that's not going to work. That's wasted money. And so that's the good part is, is that there's a lot of trust that goes into this because I'm, I always tell them in the beginning, I'm treating you like you're my mom's business, right? And, and just so everybody knows I like my mom. So if everybody who hates their mom, then obviously you wouldn't want to say that. But for me, I'm a mama's boy. She lives about a mile and a half away from my house. Um, you know, once again, in contact a lot. But the point being is that I, I want to treat it like it is my business, right? Of like, hey, this was my last $5,000 and how do I to be able to, you know, push forward and be able to 
to go through and get things going. So it's been good, man. It's been enjoyable for sure. You're, you're really fired up about this. Uh, how are you splitting your time now? Like, are you going to, because I mean, we're, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel now. So what's yeah. it going to look like for this side that you're so jacked about? So the reason why I'm excited about it is because what we've built, I mean, I, so I, I spread my time. So I have obviously both companies. I, I'm really good at processes. And if we would have had this interview eight years ago, I'd have been about 40 pounds heavier and probably would have been super sleep deprived and been probably on two shots, two Red Bulls at this point and maybe a coffee. Um, and mind you, I'm super sober right now. Like all I've had is water this morning, even though I do talk fast. Um, the, I have I have two executive assistants that take on all my emails. So what I've done is built in processes where um, I have team. So what I look at with anything I do in any business I have is how can I automate it or how can I outsource it? So I have the only thing I can't outsource at this time is is me doing speaking events. And I'm still I know they've cloned sheep. So I'm, I'm excited about that progress there that there might be a Shane Barker 2.0. Probably, you know, have a little better build, a six pack. We haven't fully built him out yet, but I'm excited about having that guy on stage. And then I'll be in the Cayman Islands or Jeff, wherever you are. I mean, you won't. This could be Shane 2.0. How do we how do we know? How do we know that you're not Shane 2.0? I was just thinking that. Or Shane 3.0. <laughs> I want evidence, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that I mean, I could send you pictures like the ones I sent you in the past. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Jeff still has this awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Right up on you, his know, you gotta you gotta warn me, man, when I'm at a family event, just be like, Hey, yeah. coming yeah. coming in hot, like coming in hot. <laughs> Yeah, coming, Shane, coming in hot. Big boy Barker coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. Um the um yeah, I I mean I I just I look at what I can do to outsource and what I can put processes in place. Cause you know, in 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 the past I was always the the hiccup. I was always the roadblock. I was always the because I wanted everything to go through me and I wanted to be in control. And and then I finally, you know, realized that hey, your 18, 20 hour days is like it's just you're not gonna be able to sustain, right? Like, and so I said, okay, now we do delegation. I mean, I have a about a 30 person team between the two companies. Um, and then I also, I do real estate too, which is a whole nother conversation, but it's because of the processes that I put in place that I can now be gone for seven days, 10 days, whatever amount I, I want. And my team knows that they can make the decisions and things can keep going. I, I, there was a point when I realized in my career that, um, and this was a, a huge blow to me as an individual and my ego is that, um, I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a brain surgeon. So, you know, if you're a brain surgeon and you don't get back to your clients and they die, then that really sucks. But like with marketing, um, if I don't get back to you for seven days, which my team responds within 24 hours, but if I didn't, then nobody's going to die. Like nobody's died from um, their SEO, their words not indexing one week earlier than they thought that was going to happen. It might feel like that to the client, but that's okay. That's okay. So nobody's, you know, so that's what I realized is like, you know, how do I make it so that my business can run without me, you know, cause we always hear about that. Like if your business, if you can't take a few days off without the whole thing unraveling, you don't really have a business, right? I mean, you, you don't, you have something that you're the head of it. So if something was to happen, then what would happen? Like your, your business would be gone. You can't sell it for anything, but if, but if you have processes in place and you have things in place that you can go in and you package this thing up and I can say, Hey, I can leave tomorrow and I can give you this business and I can put it in your pocket. And this is what will happen. These are the things that are going and you won't even skip a beat because they don't, you know, I'm not the major part of it. Like I was at a certain point, like with shanebarker.com, like, you know, obviously I'm the one who does the podcast. So that's going to be difficult for somebody to take over that podcast in theory, 
you have to find somebody obviously strikingly good looking uh, with a very awkward red beard. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things that play into that. Um, and there's just, I'm very unique. I, I would almost say odd. It's probably the, the correct term that I would use. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's helped me grow my business and, and understand how to, to be more efficient with the things that I've got going on because I want to spend more time. I don't want to be 65 years old, you know, drinking my pina colada and, and, you know, and be like, not be able to feel my legs and reading the Bible upside down. I mean, there's, you know, I want to, I want to like, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't read, but you get my point. Like I would, right. Like, but Describe I want to like Saturday night for me, man. I, know, I, know. I, I obviously follow you on Instagram. That's why I said that. That was a, I was like, somebody knows, somebody knows how to get down. I'm like, finally, I got to call that guy. Trying to take a, trying to take a sophisticated picture of me reading the art of war upside down with sunglasses on. Yeah. 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 Nodding off. I mean, it's, we all have goals, you know? So, um, yeah, man, that's, it's been, it's, it's just been a lot of stuff that's happened. And I, I just, it, I'm real thankful that my, both my businesses are, are very, very healthy and, um, and it's nice being able to help people, man. It really, that's a, yeah. really the feel good side of it. So it's been awesome. So you've kind of been able to, sounds like now that you've automated all these processes, like a lot of, um, you know, those, those zones that were kind of dragging you down. And so you can focus on the things that you want to do the most. What are the things that you want to do the most? I, well, obviously helping small businesses gets you jacked, right? So is that where you, is that where you're thriving? Is that like your total sweet spot right now? I mean, it is because it's, because it, I love it, right? Because I really, I want to be able to take somebody's issue and turn and figure out a solution for them and help them put that together. So I do really, that is my calling. I mean, that's why I created my website, whatever, seven or eight years ago and wrote the blog because mm. I wanted people to learn, right? Like, Hey, I learned some stuff and why wouldn't I share that? And you know, never forget when I came out with the blog, like other marketers were like, what are you doing? Like, why are you telling people what you're doing? And I'm like, why would I not? And they're like, because you're telling like everybody your like secrets or whatever. And I'm like, ah, who cares? Like there's a million yeah. people that in marketing services, like why not share the wealth? And so, um, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoy, you know, I mean, I used to teach UCLA. I enjoy the education side. I want to help improve people and, and get people to that next step in their life. And if, if I have this information and I'm not giving it to the public, um, where they can go and learn. Um, I mean, I love that. Like at speaking events, I would come off stage and I had people come up to me like, Oh my God, I love your blog. And I love the content you put out there. And I would always assume that like my team was paying people to like say that to me or something to make me feel like we were doing a great job, which I, f I don't fully know that they weren't planted there. Um, mm. but the idea being, it was like, it's like, you know, that's, that's awesome when I, when you hear that, cause it's like, wow, you're, you're making an impact on the marketing side. Like, you know, I'm not sure I'm like changing lives, but you know, at least I'm, I know that people are getting educated and, and can use that as a resource. So mm -hmm. I, um, I love that. I'll tell you, Jeff, like, and you, you kind of touched on, this is the only time when I won't be sarcastic on this podcast is, um, I like your life, man. I like you're out traveling and doing this and doing that. Like I, we, you know, we did that little, I think that we did a little, was it a webinar or something for one of your, the, the groups that you were a part yeah. of? Uh, yeah. That was for my, my cult. Yeah. That was for my cult Wi-Fi tribe. Yeah, Francis said uh, Shane joined a it was like a little panel type discussion that we had. We were yeah, hosting really? it for people. Yeah, we we're hosting it. We we had another person on too. We we're hosting it for people during the pandemic to help them with like different marketing direction and strategy and where things are going and that kind of thing. Yeah, it was it was we I, I think we sacrificed a chicken. I don't remember a lot of the uh, that conversation that you just talked about. I was like, I was just gonna ask if this was, it was a good. Yeah. It was a good very yeah, very yeah. Very, um, very spiritual. I, I did. I felt like, man, maybe, maybe I shouldn't go to that country because it's, 
maybe I wouldn't make it out. But it's okay. I'm a, not against Colts. I'm it was just a saying Zoom I just, ayahuasca ceremony, I think is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. This is absolutely hilarious. I did an ayahuasca retreat two weekends ago. No kidding. I am not. I didn't. I didn't think I was ever going to tell anybody this. I am. When you just said ayahuasca, I'm like, you've got to. Like, I could show you my thing. I was in Orlando two weeks ago. It was, and that's a whole nother conversation. Like, dear baby <laughs> Jesus, I'm so glad this is getting out. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was supposed to keep secrets, but I guess we don't do that on the podcast anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's know. a whole nother conversation. But like, anyways, yeah. So that was uh, eye opening. We I went to another dimension and came back. So that was other than that, we've been doing good. But all joking aside, like which because I really did do an ayahuasca thing two weeks ago for you, uh, Jeff. Like the traveling thing, I I really would love to to jump back. In fact, I was just looking up WeWork this morning, and I was looking at like which credit card I could get to get the free WeWork, and so I could you know get an RV and travel. Like I really think that I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna probably get the RV and um, and go and do some traveling and just go over all of the United States awesome, and man. do some podcast. I mean, because I can do it really anywhere as long as I have a good internet connection. My wife is a nurse, so I got to kind of figure that out. Yeah, you could be on the moon. That's I was two weekends ago. I was on the moon. <laughs> yeah. I was I was one of the places that I visited, and I came back. So, um, yeah. So yeah, many questions uh, about that. Oh, dude, I, it's we, we don't we don't have enough time, dude. We just had somebody. Oh yeah, go. Ahead. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, Jeff, you're right. We just had someone talking about the van life and everything like that. And you're right, man. I mean, Shane, this is kind of like the future of work in the sense that we don't we are not beholden to these walls or locations um unless uh, unless you're me which is the polar opposite of jeff where i was imprisoned in my house because of the family and the kids and the remote remote schooling um and oh, i, I would have loved to tell, tell them about I your did. igloo i built, I built a, a, a bar <laughs> I, I built a bar igloo in the backyard because of the snow and the, and the and the ice and so for an hour and a half i had my own bar um and then yeah, it was taken awesome. over by the kids yeah um, so <laughs> And I will tell you, and I'm not saying this is a solution for you, Francis, and I'm not saying do this, but you can also get rid of your wife and kids. I'm not <laughs> saying it's the way to go. And if your wife's listening, please don't send any hate mail. I'm, I'm still on the ayahuasca. But, she doesn't listen to us. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. yeah. Um, She's probably heard five minutes of one episode. That's the whole thing. That's She's the whole like, thing. Man, yeah, like, what are you I'm doing? Ma- I don't even. She's like, can they pay you for that stuff? I don't. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a valid point. You know, it's a valid point. You could, I could just get up and leave. I can go to the mm. moon. I can go, go wherever. Um, so I, I think we keep that in the back pocket of like Plan Z. You know, yeah, if all, if all else fails. Yeah, just give them fifty percent of everything you own, and you can start a new life. No big deal. <laughs> so did the uh, did the ayahuasca ceremony kind of? bring about this idea that you wanted to do some van life travel no you know i i looked at the van life you thing wanted to anyway before yeah i mean even before <laughs> yeah. i had my thing i was doing the consulting or like you know for the the businesses the small businesses through sba i i've been clamoring to do it for a long time um and i don't know what was stopping me because it's it's not a there's really nothing like i can do it i guess um and i i it's the and the ayahuasca, the ayahuasca, like I said, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll have to do a third one on that. But the, <laughs> um, this was just, I've just been thinking about it more and more. And I just want to, the, the problem is, is that I'm in Sacramento, California. I love Sacramento and I love California, but there's, there's a thousand other cities that I haven't been to. And there's a thousand other restaurants that I haven't tried. And there's a thousand other you know cultures and people that I would love to experience. Um, and so I, and you know, one of the things is when we talked, Jeff, like when we, I did that little thing that you guys did the 
the nomad thing. I can't remember the name. You said it earlier, but um, that, that I love that. Like, and also that community. Like when I went to the the thing in Orlando that I went to, it was awesome. Just the love, just the people, and just you know, you kind of meet cool people and you have conversations. Like, you don't. I don't realize how much I missed that um, when you're by yourself, right? When it's like, no, wait a second. I went to this retreat and it was like. The ayahuasca is one thing, but it's the also just the people like, hey, what's going on? And having genuine conversation of just people opening up about stuff that you're like, wow, like, you know, that's pretty crazy that that, you know, whatever they went through. Like a lot of the people, the, the ayahuasca thing I went to was like a lot of it was like drug and alcohol and PTSD. And a lot of people are there for to mm. really do work. Yeah. Um, and I went there, long story short, because a buddy of mine was like, hey, man, this thing changed my life. And I was like, I like my life, but I'm, I'm down to change my life a little bit. Like, I don't know what that means. And let's check it out. Mm -hmm. Like I was more there for an inquisitive thing of like, I, Hey, I've heard about it. And then I started, and then all of a sudden I heard about on Joe Rogan. And then I, I didn't know it was a thing. Like, and I didn't even know Mm -hmm. I was going there for like, all joking aside, Mm -hmm. he just like, it changed my life. And I was like, okay. And And the really crazy ironic part about that whole thing is he, it was a buddy of mine, Drew. He met me out there and he had some other friends of his, um, that met out, we all met up at the, at the retreat. I get there and I, w- I told the guys that I was meeting up, I was like, yeah, Drew like kind of told me about this place and he said it changed his life. And they're like, changed his life? And mind you, I'm in Orlando. And he goes, what do you mean changed his life? He goes, Drew's never done this before. Mm. And I'm like, what? And so Drew comes up and I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? And Drew's like a big Asian dude, tattoos, and like he's a big boy. And I go, hey, so like, what? how was your last uh, ayahuasca retreat? And he goes, oh, I've never done this before. And I go, what do you mean you've never done this before? Like you literally oh. told me this changed your life. He goes, no, that was a peyote retreat that I did. And I was like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. So, sure, I mean, but I, it's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, it's well, and I'm, you know, here I am. And the guy drew, cause this is so, such a funny story. The guy drew that I met, I met him through my website. Like he inquired about my services yeah. and we just be kind of became friends and then we're doing some stuff. And, and I don't, I've never met him in person. So I like tell my wife, I'm like, I met a man through my website. Um, I'm going to meet him in Florida. Um, we're going to go do this <laughs> stuff called ayahuasca and we're going to be on this retreat. My wife's like, are you, Hi. what is, are, are you, are you leaving me? Are you together with this man? And I go, no, I don't think so. I don't think we've made any full commitments. We're just trying to get to know each other. Like it, it was, it was, a, and then I get there and he's like, yeah, I've never been here. I'm like, so you're a liar. Like, is your name even Drew? Like, I, what do you mean you've never, like, we, I went to this thing on the fact you told me it changed your life. He goes, can't you. he goes, no, no, no. I think we were talking about a few other things. I was like, yeah. no, dude, no, I know what you said. Cause that's the reason I bought the ticket. That's the reason why I bought everything. So anyways, but, uh, yeah. no, the ayahuasca thing was, you know, it, 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 once again, it was overwhelming in the sense of just the love and the unity. And that was like yeah. really, really awesome. So that's, that definitely kind of made me, you know, my list on my plane ride home, I, you know, my 5,000 things that I want to do to, to change my life. And uh, it involved 5,000 things that I probably wouldn't be able to do even in a lifetime, but it was uh, interesting to get it out and kind of figure it out or you know, look at it anyways. Yeah. The, the whole travel community, similar to that, that experience where you get that camaraderie, like you you walk downstairs, like like I said, we lived together. We lived in a mansion in Columbia for a few months earlier this year. And you walk downstairs and you've got 10 of your best friends there just waiting to, hey, what's going on? And you just go and hang out. And there's people that are inspired by their work. Like, hey, look at this. Somebody that's in tech. I built this new tool. It's badass. It's like, oh, wow. And you get all these collaborative, different ideas coming up. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, like a really... Travelers have a different supporting type of 
community about them. Well, and and that's my thing is I got a, a good taste of that growing up because my family and I traveled a lot. Like I went to school in Costa Rica, like I was fluent in Spanish and stayed with families there. And so I've done a lot of that. I did a keynote speech in Sri Lanka and in Turkey, and I've been all over. And I love that. Like I really enjoy the food, the culture, the people, um, just wherever it is. I feel like if I'm if I'm just staying in Sacramento, California, and you know, and I'm just staying here, like I there's just there's stuff I don't know about, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would you not go look at that? Like whether it be breweries or whether it be museums or you know whatever that is, is like there's a world out there that needs to be explored. And I'm I've done more traveling than most people, I would say, but yeah. nowhere close to what I want. Like I'm not like I want to be, you know, like I want to be your assistant, Jeff. Is what I'm saying. I just want to travel with you <laughs> and wake up at. You know, wait so we can have coffee together and talk to yeah. each other and like be BFFs or whatever. I mean, nothing against Francis, Francis. I'm not trying to come in no. on your territory. I'm just no, letting you know that, you know, that I'm I'm looking for a friend. Stepping into his igloo. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. If you got the igloo with alcohol, like I might not ever see Jeff again. I'm just letting you know. Like I am everything is 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 up for negotiation, I guess is what I'm telling you. There's there's all kinds of stuff that, that comes about in this traveling. Like as you know things that you don't wouldn't even read about. Like we were in Chiapas, Mexico, and we learned about this random trip where you, they go and set up this tent right next to these three hundred foot waterfalls. And we get there and they cook for you and you're sitting in front of this beautiful waterfall that you would never see in any screensaver, like nobody even talks about. It's just a local type of thing. And they say, Okay, we're just gonna go rock jumping. And you go from like waterfall to waterfall, just jumping off these cliffs. And then at the end they said, Okay, we're going to rappel through the waterfall 120 feet right in front of your campsite. It's just like little stuff. That was a Saturday. And it, it seems Man. ridiculous that that could be a life that you could live or that's just a Saturday, you know, and you go home. That's what it's all about. Like for me, I mean, it's yeah. those types of little things where you're like, wow, that, that was awesome. Like what kind of impact does that have just on your makeup? I mean, I know when I travel and once again, other than the ayahuasca thing three weeks, two weeks ago, for yeah. me, when I travel, it's just like, man, I mean, you know, there's some hard times of this finding a place and doing that kind of thing. But like, like we're, we have plans to go to Costa Rica here in another month. Like I'm looking forward to like, just going and, and enjoying that, enjoying that time. And, and just once again, that experience, you never know, like you said, Jeff, like you don't, you never know what's going to happen. Like you never know what's going to come to the table and who you're going to yeah. meet and what kind of friends you're going to meet. I mean, my ayahuasca thing. I met probably four or five guys and I was like, Hey, I'm going to keep in contact with men and not this like, Hey, yeah, we should talk sometime. Like I made an effort last weekend when I was on my walk, I gave him a call. Hey, what's going on, bud? How's your, how are things going? Cause there were some people around me that were dealing with a lot heavier things than I was. I was there because a guy drew lied to me and said it changed his life when he had never <laughs> been there. And he's, he's a bastard, but, but everybody else had some like serious stuff, you know, they were going through. So I'm like, Hey, how you doing, bud? And now I have these bonds with people and, and you know, where I'm going to, I can go visit them and hang out or whatever. And just want to make sure that their journey is still good and in this real world. So, um, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I don't know where I'll end up, but I'm going to end up somewhere. Do you think at some point, Shane, that it's, it's a life of no roots, basically. I mean, you said you're in Sacramento now is the nomad life in your future in the sense that you are kind of going town to town or city to city um, meeting people, you know, helping them out, creating adventures. You're kind of actually, you're kind of like a TV show, almost like Quantum Leap, <laughs> where you're going into different like worlds or whatever, and just uh, have a different guest star every week. You know, is that is that your life? You're going to walk the earth? 
I would love to, man. I mean, to me, that's, you know, there is something about that. I mean, I think I could only do it for a set amount of time. Like, I don't think that would be a full time. Hey, like I'm going to sell my house here in Sacramento and, and other things, um, investments and stuff that I would probably still keep. But my goal would be to have that passive income so that even if I didn't do the consulting, I would be fine. Like that's what I've been setting up these last few years is to a point where I can have that income and not have to worry about it and then go wherever I want. But I do, I do know that there was a certain point when I, like where Jeff's at, Jeff, Jeff, how long have you been at that house? Probably for a few weeks at least. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm actually back in California now. I've been here. About oh. a month. I, I got, I got hired, man. Like it's, it can't yeah. be full time for me. I got horrendous food poisoning. Like Columbia yeah. kicked me. Oh, that's true. Me, I forgot about that. It kicked me out. Like there's certain <laughs> things that just. But I mean, I was on the road for a solid what was it, Francis? Nine months, something like that. It was, you, it was, it was a while, months. man. I never thought you were coming back. To be honest, I honestly thought that you were going to be the nomad for a while. But I forgot. I forgot about the food poisoning stuff. You're right. Columbia totally, totally kicked you out. Oh, I yeah. That's what people don't realize. It, it is absolutely fun. But that is it. There is a certain point. It's nice to be grounded and get home, right? I think so. There's this. I would the RV will get it so I can go wherever. And it's also the travel in the U.S. is a lot easier, right? Just in like the language and you know it's a lot you know. So I yeah. I might do it internationally, but for me it would probably be a like maybe for three months and go out and check it out and then come back and then you know go out and do it for six months and then kind of keep putting that out there. It just depends on on how comfortable I am and what I'm looking to do. I mean, you know, part of me wants to throw you know, these events or throw whatever it is, workshops in different cities. And so I, I could do that through an RV and set them up and have my, cool. my team do that, you know, with small businesses or whatever. And I can do that through the SBDC. So there's the opportunity is like, it literally is just what I want to do. Cause I, and I can make it happen. I just got to figure out exactly what that looks like. And then my wife was a nurse. I got to figure out how that works too. Cause it's, um, you know, because I can't bring her and my girlfriend because then things get super weird. It's, yeah, it's a logistics <laughs> thing, people. It's May they something never that, I know. Who knows? Who knows? If my wife's listening to this, I'm please don't take fifty percent. I was totally kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. The jokes. Sometimes the jokes are over the top, and I I, I can't take them back when they've already been said. Uh, are you planning on buying a van and converting it, or are you just gonna like dip your toes in the water and get? Because they've got those ones that can rent. I think it's um RV America, uh, RV across America, or something like that. Just like the pre-made setup. You know what the crazy part? I looked into them. They're like a hundred and something bucks a night or yeah. something. The ones. Yeah. Which I'm like, like, why wouldn't I just buy one? Like, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm like, so that's three thousand dollars a month. Like, I feel like I'll just go take the payment and I'll just own one. Like, dude, if you look, it doesn't even include the silverware and the bedding. Like, they'll charge you extra for that if you want that. It's crazy. Yeah, I the only so what I will probably do, and we I've talked about this with my wife is maybe take one for a week and see whether we want the big one because she wants the big one with the shower and she wants it to be bedazzled and you know, a helicopter. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm like, it doesn't even have bad. a restroom. Yeah, and she's like, well, but what about in the middle of the night? I'm like, what do you mean in the middle of the night? Like, we're going to pee like natives. Like, we're just going to go out and buy a tree <laughs> and just make it happen. So we're, we're still kind of in negotiations on what that would look like. Like, I want a small one, just like, hey, we can maneuver in and out and get things going. My dad has an RV that he's like, you can take it at any time, but it's huge. I mean, it's like a castle. And so, you know, I want to have to be able to, to get up in the middle of the night and go. And I don't want to have to like unpack and take nine hours of connecting and doing this and pumping it up and doing this. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. So we, we haven't fully, we will rent some once again to figure out which one we think would be best um, for the trip. And maybe she has one that has a helicopter thing on it. Mine is a little tiny, I mean, I'm on a moped, like dumb and dumber. It's just me and 
me and Jeff on back or Francis on back, and <laughs> we're just you know hitting the road. Just I don't know. You can man. have Jeff on the moped. That's that's his jam. Um, <laughs> I had that. I, I had that Dumb and Dumber bike. I know so how to ride the it. Best. That's the best. God, yeah. It's so warm. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, Jeff will be the one that tees on your back. Um, <laughs> so awesome. That's a true friend. That's definitely that'll, that'll probably be at that point. If I once I get peed on, I'll be like, you know, what? I'm going to go back home. I think we've had enough of the adventure. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm I'm warm and. Um, we just peaked we just peaked in our adventure it's time to go home yeah exactly you could check out uh, outdoorsy.com too check that one out like um, Airbnb for for RVs I've heard of it there's there's that one another one I just looked into was um, god my mom just told me about it and what it was you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna remember the name of it what it is is actually a um it's kind of like outdoorsy, but what this one does is they go to um, – it's like wineries and breweries. And what you can do is you can actually stay in there, which is super dangerous because I'm Irish, but that's another conversation. You can stay in the parking lot. Like they'll let you stay there. So the idea of it is I think oh, the, the awesome. model that they built off of it was, hey, you got you can come here and you can get some food and come hang out. So, hey, we'll let people stay in your parking thing for free, and they're probably going to come and eat at your place and why not? Like nobody, you know, then you can stay there for two or three days and then you can leave after that. Um, I'll have to get the name of it. I can't remember. Um, but I was excited about that one. I know that was an awesome opportunity. My mom was telling her, uh, one of her, it was her boyfriend that was talking about doing it. I was like, God, that sounds interesting to me. Um, so yeah, I'll take, I'll take a look at that and I'll send, I'll get you guys that name on that. But it was, uh, it intrigued me cause I was, I mean, it's only since super, super dangerous for somebody like myself, but you know, yeah. like, well, why not, why not check it it's out? Often. Outdoors is kind of cool too because you can just it's just like Airbnb. You can find somebody local to you and you can find the type of thing that you're looking for with your helipad on top, your your jacuzzi, pool, all that kind of stuff. Or you can just yeah. like find like a pull behind trailer or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. I love that. If you get a chance, you should listen to that episode that we had with uh Lisa Jacobs. I was traveling right. with her in Colombia and she got into van life years ago. I she was like an early mover on it maybe four or five years ago or so, set herself up one of those uh, sprinter vans and she's got it all set up so that the back turns into like a workstation, which also doubles as a bed. The whole thing opens out to the back so you can just pull up to the Grand Canyon and just wake up to that in the morning kind of thing. And she's telling us everything that you're talking about with the whole travel community, you get that. You know, you meet up at places, there's apps for it. We can find where you can, we can meet up with, with groups of people and everybody just like, well, pre-COVID was like very hugging type of community. You like, hey, man, what's going on? Nice to meet you. Big hug kind of thing. That's it, man. I, I That was the thing, like I said, this the two weekends ago was just like, wow, like, man, we are like, this is awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Like, I love that. Like, hey, how can I help you? Or what do you got going on? Or tell me what you know. And you're meeting new people. And I, I like. I missed that when I was doing a lot of traveling in Europe and everything when I was, you know, single and it was awesome. Not that it can't be awesome when you're not single, but you know, it's like, I was just like hanging out. I was like, man, there's just so many people to meet. And my wife is so like, I, I joke around with my wife is like, so kicked back. Like she's like, she told me, she's like, yeah, you want to go leave for six months? I go rock on. I've had consulting gigs on the East coast where I literally lived in Charlotte and Florida and everywhere. And she's like, it's all good. She's like, it's fine. I mean, it's like, I don't, you know, it's like, I'm not going to go do anything stupid, but so it's like we we have a good relationship. She literally would be like, "Hey, just go do your thing, and I'll just fly out and visit you," which is is a valid option. Um, so I don't know. We just got a second dog, so that's another thing that we were, you know. There's a lot of there's some moving pieces here, but I mean, I don't have to like 
I'm not going to do like what Francis is going to do and like leave his wife and kids and stuff like that. Cause I think right, that's of course, yeah. totally that's irresponsible. Yeah. That's, 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 that's irresponsible. Plan. That's, that's the breaking bad plan that I'll have in my, I like in my bad pocket. <laughs> so this is, Hey, so I just, I just literally text my mom. So it's called harvesthost.com. And it's RV camping at 2,274 wineries, breweries, farms, and more. Oh, okay. I'm pulling that up right now. Let me see. Yeah, I'm definitely Harvest <laughs> Harvest Hosts with, with an S.com. Oh, God. So Harvest that Hosts. That is a serious RV. That thing is massive. Oh, yeah. I guess there's a, there's a few different ones in there. All right. Yeah. So now you can just drive right up. And I mean, look how many there are. I mean, you could literally, so you could do any RV size. And once again, wow. it's a brilliant, brilliant concept. Like now what you're doing is you're offering value to the breweries and wineries because you're going to come there. You're going to put up your spot and you're just taking over one parking spot. You come in the winery, have some drinks some food, go back and you sleep and you wake up in the morning and then go to the next one. And it's a membership. 99 bucks a year. All right. That's pretty cool, man. Jeff, look at that map, man. You can map out your next adventure just based on these locations. I could. I could. Speaking of breweries, how's your beer drinking game? You know, it, it's uh, – <laughs> It's, I mean, I'm Irish. We can't, I mean, I can't get off of it. It's not a problem, but I just, you know, the shakes are, are real, but um, it's been good, man. I, I, um, I, <laughs> the ayahuasca thing, I did, there's a thing called the dieta. So I did have to, there was a week before it that I, I mean, I'm literally eating vegetables and nuts. Like it's all Amazon. Like you can't, I mean, I wasn't taking, I couldn't even take Claritin for like my allergies. Um, I, it's like, yeah, you've, you have to really, and some people don't do that, but the thing is, is I want to be very respectful of, of the medicine. And so, um, I did, I lost like eight pounds. Like when Damn. I went out there, they were like, yeah, they were like, here goes some shrubs. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much for the shrubs. Like I was, you know, lost some weight. And so I'm, I'm back to, to drinking beer again. And you know, my <laughs> thing is I try to try to work again. It was like, we, I had five days after it that they were kind of like, Hey, respect the thing. And so I did for five days and then it was like five days and one minute. And I was like, whoop. <laughs> I was like, hey, let's have a beer. Um, so, uh, yeah. so yeah, the, the beer drinking game is strong, man. I'm, I'm still good. We've got uh, we had some friends over for Cuatro de Mayo, which is for all the white people. <laughs> that is the day before Cinco de Mayo, um, and uh, and we had some friends over because everybody's all vaccinated up, and we actually hugged and sat close to each other within six feet. It was pure joy. God, isn't the hugging great? Jesus, I miss hugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, no it is incredible man i i had a guy shout out to angel in orlando by the way just the softest hands ever this gentleman when we hugged me he hugged me and held me like a baby like i and i was like <laughs> wow you like he i was like i mean he i seriously like it was a hug that i'll never forget i was like dude you you're a master no wonder your girlfriend's never gonna leave you like i'm like he just wrapped his arms around me and i, I just felt like all the covid disease that you know all these this pent-up stuff of not being able to hug anybody was like mm. It was out the yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. So. You just want to koala bear somebody, you know? Oh, <laughs> I should, I, if I could up. somehow pimp out Angel to hug people, like I, he would change the world. Like every, if he could hug 300 people a day for the next 10 years, the whole world would be changed. It wouldn't even be the same. There's hugging groups. Like I think there's a meetup group. It was called like Hugs or something. I, I remember because I started a whittling, <laughs> I started, I started a whittling yeah. meetup group. And that was that was fun for like one day because I invited people over. These uh, uh, three women came over to do some whittling. Only women signed up for it. It's not a it's not a very masculine hobby, I guess. I don't I don't know. But it yeah. was, three women came over 
And they're like, yeah, let's do this. I want to drink beer and I want a little wood. I'm all, yes, this is my dream. This is amazing. And immediately I handed them these very sharp knives and they start aiming it right into the fat of their thigh. I'm all, oh, oh my God. What? This is I immediately thought, wow, this is a horrible idea. I forgot people can cut themselves. A liability. Yeah, a huge liability. But like in my, in my search for creating, you know, different um, uh, meetup groups, I found there's a hugging group. And you just go there and you hug people. It's like an hour of just hugging different people. Is this on, is this actually, is like meetup.com or is this like predatory meetup.com? Because I kind of feel like the <laughs> hugging and the, like, did you invite any men to your thing? Or was it just like, hey, let's drink beer and come to the house? And That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's a different type of movie you're describing there, Jeff. No, the whittling thing? No, I just set up a whittling group and whoever showed up, showed up and and only, yeah, only women were interested in whittling. There was not one, I think like maybe eight to 10 people joined the group in the week or so that I had it set up and, and none of them were men. It was just women saying, we want to whittle. So I don't know. Huh. Or did, did all the girls survive and make it home or, or do you Everybody not, made we not it. talk about that? Okay. Yeah. Are you, are you legally allowed to talk? I'm asking for a friend. Nobody cut, nobody cut open any, uh, any carotid arteries, anything like that. Fortunately. They just kept aiming for their, th- and I forgot because I've had people over to my apartment before to whittle too. Friends, I'm, they're like, "Hey, can I pick up a knife and start carving too?" I'm like, "Yeah, grab a beer, grab a knife, let's start making something. Let's do this." It's a good combo. And then, but I forgot how many people cut themselves. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, unrelated to the beer, it's just like people naturally like to aim the knife at the fat of their body. And <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shoot, I forgot. People don't know how to cut it." This one person's just like, it's fine. And he, he like runs back to his apartment, comes back with a bunch of super glue on his hand. He's like, can I keep going? I'm like, well, you're an adult. I guess you can keep going. I mean, <laughs> get, get some alcohol in you. Too much. Get some, yeah, to, get, get some alcohol in you so you can, your blood will thin out a little bit. And then we'll just have this party. Out, just get this thing going. Thin out your blood. Yeah, no, yeah. Every, everybody, everybody cuts themselves. And I realized, okay, maybe this is a really bad idea. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It sucks that all those girls are still missing. Um, (laughs) They're all home and safe. Come on. Mm -hmm. Sure. No, I'm (laughs) sure they are. They're all home and safe. Your attorney's going to be pissed. Meetup groups. Who knows? It could be the people showing up that are the dangerous ones. You never have no idea. Maybe I'm the sucker. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived. (laughs) Maybe I'm Jeff 2.0. Just as a last thing before we have to wrap up, Shane, uh, when when you do get out there and when you are creating, you know, maybe it is talks or more conferences and whatever, when is the Shane Barker Fire Festival going to happen? When is your version of the Fire Festival going to be? Yeah, I think I'm. we're in negotiation with Ja Rule right now. So we're trying to fair. get a few things. Because he did, the last one that he did was just amazing. Those poor kids paid 10 grand and couldn't even get any water on their private island. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, you know, I, I would, I would love to do, like I said, kind of like trainings or something like that, whether it be for influencers or for brands, but have them, I mean, that's kind of my goal. I'm going to tell everybody this and somebody's going to go do it before me. So this is going to be awesome. Um, I really want to go to like big mansions, like kind of like what Jeff does, but do a mansion thing and have influencers there and have trainings and do this and really go out to different cities. I think that could be my remote thing of like, so that way it'll get me, Hey, I need to go to Arkansas. I need to go to Florida. I need to go here and driving out there. And that journey getting there is just part of that journey instead of flying. Um, so I don't know. I, I definitely, I, I was talking about doing this before COVID hit Then COVID hit, obviously it kind of put a kibosh on it, but, um, I'm definitely interested in, in doing it. It would be, 
uh, once again, bringing some awesome people together, you know, we'd have it catered, have it all great, good experience, great content, um, and just kind of make it this all encompassing thing where it's a, a training and they can, you know, receive things. And maybe everybody does their own part in training. I don't know. I haven't figured out the logistics of it yet, but that's, that's in theory going to happen. It's like a marketing retreat, like a, like a multi-day exactly. marketing retreat. Cool. Why not? Why not? You're not going to put ayahuasca on their drink, are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different kind of party. You're like, hey, you want to come to another dimension? I'm driving. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, man. that's cool. <laughs> Here, take, take this knife, have some beer and some ayahuasca. <laughs> Let's whittle. <laughs> yes. You'll either be in another dimension or you'll lose a leg. Either way, yeah, it'll either be way, an experience. It's going to be fun you until you wake up. <laughs> oh in, man! In Jeff's backyard with the other girls, right? <laughs> Jeff burying you in his backyard. <laughs> that's right. Again, uh, no, but honestly, that sounds good, Shane, because they there's technically there was something like that where all the influence would be in this house and like living together, but with like no, I mean, they're not getting trained; they're just literally just creating content. Combining that with like you know, getting instruction or education from you and being able to kind of influence with you know purpose i guess um i feel like could be the missing missing element and they have a lot of things that they know about the way they do their profiles and things so it's like not only hey i can teach and we have other people that can fly in and teach but also the the synergies that they create there of the communities and stuff so there's i just think there there could be something big there and once again that would be my excuse to go drive to these different cities and in my rv that you know and, and kind of make some magic happen so That'll be the next time we do the podcast. I mean, because obviously I know you guys have a hard time finding guests. So probably in another two we weeks do, or something. All the time. It'll be yeah. just me again, be my Shane 3.0 that will come on and just talk about <laughs> some other nonsense and whatever. We'll, we'll make it happen. But maybe I'll be on the road. Who knows? We can just get all three of you to host the podcast. We don't even... <laughs> Shane 1, Shane 2, Shane 3. The trifecta. It, it could be. That's now that's a party. Now, if you want to really have a good time, get three smart asses in the room like that and we'll... The other guys, let me be honest, because I am the original, but the other ones just aren't as smart because like the whole sheep thing and all that, like they're, they mm. come out good, but they're just not, not as good. Yeah. They're not the original. Just not as smart. They, then they're not going to hear the podcast. I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. Comes out of cost. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're not free. You know? Yeah. So we only have <laughs> seven fingers. Like he doesn't type that fast, but he's a good speaker. So that's all we really, that's what we, that's what we made him for. <laughs> Oh, well, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for the multi-chain episode, whenever that happens in terms multiverse, of... Multiverse, multi-chain. Multi, the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. That might, be, might come into a, a theater near you. So. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. All right. Well, I know, I know we're up against time, but Shane, obviously, tons of fun. Can't wait for next time. Um, honestly, maybe next time we should all just be drinking. I mean, we're, we're halfway there anyway. We always talk about it. That maybe that's the next. Maybe then that's that's the next round. I mean, I'm not doing anything tomorrow night. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> you guys want to do this. Like, you can't just whisper that in my ear and be like, "Hey, you want a beer?" And I'm like, "Maybe I'll quit my job. Maybe I won't talk to people today. Help them through the SBA." I mean, I have priorities here, folks. I'm not. I'm not getting any younger. Like, that's. Oh man, I am, I am well, absolutely down with that. Forget sweet. the previous forty minutes. They don't even count now. We just no. <laughs> we just yeah. eased them with one beer. Yeah. Out the window. I'm like, screw those businesses. They can help themselves. <laughs> Daddy's got some milk. <laughs> oh, man. Sweet. Well, thanks again, Shane. This is awesome. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm sure we'll be keeping in touch. Absolutely. Good evening.